0: You are listening to motivational quotes and inspirational life stories from real-life people just like you. I'm your host, Victoria Johnson. You can learn more about me and my number one bestselling book at victoriajohnson.org. It's time to share our experiences and motivate and inspire you. So let's get started. Well, hello, listeners. You are in for a treat today. I am here with my friend, Rachel. And we are going to do something a little different than what we normally do. And as you know, normally we come on and we are really all about that positive mindset and how to be working towards our goals and achieving our goals and knowing that we are all divinely guided and protected. And none of that has changed. We still believe all of that. We still live our lives that way. But Rachel and I, as friends, wanted to have a really honest conversation today about what comes up when fear comes up because as much as dealing with our feelings and you know positively visualizing things and affirming things to be for the good i would say there's very few people on this earth who don't lay in bed at night and ask themselves what if what if someone in my family gets sick what if i lose my business what if i can't go back to work because the business i worked at closed what if they change the face of my career completely? What if I lose my car? What if there's not enough food for my grandchildren? I can't get there to help them. What if my children break protocol and are out on the streets? I mean, when we think about this on a global pandemic level, so, you know, I live in Canada in the North and, you know, we're pretty secluded up here, but what about those people in Mumbai? What about those people in Shanghai? You know, where you can't go anywhere where there's no people, you know, I can literally go to the grocery store and there's no people. Mm-hmm. And that's not an option for so many people, Never mind the people who don't even have homes to go to. And so I just wanted to talk about that today. And I think, you know, a big part of healing our fears is talking about our fears. And I feel if it's rolling around in my head, it's probably rolling around in other people's heads too. So let's just look it straight in the face and talk about it. So where does that take you to, Rachel? Are
1: you kind of on the same track for today's call? I am because it's very real. And we need to feel okay with embracing that fear instead of running from that fear. Because the fear is an emotional response to what we perceive as the threat within our body. And even though it doesn't actually grip you with its physical hands, just the hearing of it all, the understanding... I don't believe we can fully accept what's going on completely in the world on the grand level that it's at, but I know that I'm scared. And I honestly have not said those words to many people because we don't want to bring light to something that's scary, but we need to bring light to it in order to get through it. It's true that so often, you know, we've been taught, and I believe with all my heart,
0: that fearful thoughts bring on fearful experiences and that it's just a thought and a thought can be changed. And I believe, I believe that 100%. I believe that. But what do we do when we're stay, still way back there in that fearful, very legitimate
1: thought? I think honestly, how, I would, how I'm dealing with it because it, it's on my chest daily. It's always in the back of your mind. And I feel like in order to get through something we can't change, we have to accept that this is part of our life for now. And it's just to be forgiving to yourself, to be caring to yourself to be happy to yourself and be willing to do whatever it takes to overcome the insurmountable feelings that come up within that emotion of fear and to be gentle on yourself while you're going through it, even without knowing what you're going into. You know, you've made some really valuable points. You've said, very you've said, don't run
0: from it. Right you know? And so if we can all just as listeners, picture that now, picture that, whatever fear looks like to you, to me, it looks like a black blob, kind of the size of a refrigerator, right? Right. And to run over to this fear and give it a hug and be like, it's okay. I got you. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I don't, you know, I'm not going to run away from you.
1: Mm -hmm. You don't scare me. We're in this together. And that's the perfect, the scare part, because Even myself, when I think back to how I handled fear before, we're taught how to handle that fear. This is a learned reaction for sure. And to think that the fear is equal to you, that it's not more powerful than you. It's not something that can't be overcome. It's the uncertain feeling within ourselves that really creates that roadblock of even seeing the solution to the fear mm-hmm. yes that's
0: very powerful that fear is equal to you and not greater than you and I'm loving this image of just you know hugging that blob of whatever it looks like to you of fear right? letting it right. know that you know we're in this together mm-hmm. I'm going to treat you Mr. Fear you know or Miss Fear in a loving and gentle way as I treat myself in a loving and gentle way yes
1: yeah yes even and you know, even if you say those words doesn't make it so scary
0: it's true It's absolutely true. And so from a practical point of view, then if we can just run through a couple of exercises for the listeners, when, for example, we are having those moments. So, so you can be, you can be my counselor and I'll go first and I'll be like, okay, Rachel. So I've had to close down my two clinics. I'm very busy every day working with paperwork, but my staff is all laid off or gone. And I don't know when they're going to come back. I don't know If maybe by the time they're allowed to come back, they've found another job. I I don't know what's going on. How are my customers going to find me again? Am I going to be able to pay the rent in the building to run my businesses? I don't know what to do because I don't know what's coming next.
1: How can you help me? Uncertainty is 100% the number one issue that we're all facing right now is the uncertainty of not knowing how to respond to your client, how to respond to your staff and how to respond to yourself during this. But having faith in yourself in the future is a great platform to stand on and hold space on. Does it give you the answer you're looking for in the moment? No. It just creates a softening around your heart. In the words, faith in yourself in the future. And admitting to everyone that you're just as afraid as them and that together you can get through that. Being afraid and admitting that you are does not make the fear any worse, of course. But half the challenge is admitting that you are equal to them in their feelings and that you understand what they're going through. Going forward, because of the uncertainty, how do you know how you're going to be able to help them? The only thing that I can guarantee to my clients for sure at this point is that I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to still help them on any platform that I'm available to and providing to others what it is that you provide to yourself. And that's the compassion, that's the empathy, and that's the being together, no matter what? You know,
0: I feel like I have just been to see my coach when I hear you talk. And I feel so comforted by that, that, you know, this is, instead of us calling this COVID-19 global pandemic, and let's call it for what it really is, uncertainty. Great. And what you said about having faith in yourself and the future. Well, you know, one thing I always like to point out to my clients, and I'm going to point it out to myself right now, I've made it this far with a 100% success rate. And that does not mean that, you know, I didn't have a marriage fail or a business fail or was a lousy parent sometimes, but I'm here and Mm -hmm. I'm 100% here and 100% successful. And what we're facing right now is completely new to us globally. And we don't have experience in it. There's no manual. At this point, we trust ourselves. We trust what our elected officials and healthcare officials are teaching us. And Mm -hmm. we just have to know that we do our part and things will go on week by week. We will find new and creative ways to communicate week by week and that the universe or God, whatever you want to say that power is, source energy, has us all in the palm of his hands. I can see him right now in my mind's eye holding the planet and saying,
1: I got you. What is the lesson in all this, right? Trust. Trust. Trust is the lesson. And the words that I chose to use, like trusting in yourself and faith in yourself and the future, even though we can't predict the future, Victoria, who we are in the moment dictates and is the outcome of your future. So even though we have uncertainty and even though we do not know how the world's going to come back together, the normal is never going to be our normal again. And that is uncertainty on itself as well because some of us are so used to being in a box with our tight schedules and our, you know, our suppers at five, it doesn't matter. The kids are in bed at seven. Any shift in that creates the uncertainty, but this too shall pass. And you always have a choice in the moment on how do you react in the unpleasant situation. And that choice is always yours to make. Absolutely. And one thing that I
0: thought of while you were speaking is that, you know, sometimes in tough times, we have to learn to see things differently. And we also see the people around us a little differently. You know, Mm -hmm. for me, I remember that Dr. Wayne Dyer used to tell a story from stage about, I don't don't have all the details, but you know, you find out who people are under pressure. Take an orange and you squish an orange, you're going to get orange juice, right? So, you know, for most of the people in your life, If they're an orange and you squish them, you're going to get orange juice. But I know that there's been times during this pandemic to date that me being the orange, if somebody squished me, they would have got swamp water. (laughs) Just as I was processing things and so on and so on. But that doesn't mean that I'm garbage. No. And and it doesn't mean that it's over, right? No. No. I am forever regenerating and reprocessing and learning just like the rest of the planet and all of humanity is learning to adjust to this new normal so that we can consistently say when we squeeze the orange juice of Victoria or the orange of Victoria, we will get orange juice. right? (laughs) And, And so I think it's so important that you know, we do you know, going back to what what I first said is, you know, the fearful thoughts create fearful experiences. Right. You know, I, I still believe that to be true. And I am in no way criticizing affirmations, visualizations, meditation or anything like that. No, no, no. I love all that stuff and that's part of my daily practice and part of what I live by, stand by and will die for. Like absolutely ingrained in me so so important. But I just want to say that there is always that action piece. There is always that doing more. So, mm-hmm. you know, You're doing your affirmations, you're making sure your thoughts are positive and so on. You're visualizing things working out. You're visualizing the healing of the planet. But then also take time to sit down with pen and paper. And, you know, if it's your kids at home and you're having trouble managing that, make a list, you know, what can I do to make this better? What about this is driving me crazy that I need to change? Take action. Business owners out there, entrepreneurs, take action. You know, this is the time to use your creative mind and say, what can I do differently?
1: To have the willingness to own, to own that part of it. The willingness to own your fear within the struggles of trying to make your business still run smoothly with all the parameters that are in place from the people that know how to protect us. Being willing to change your business modeling in the midst of all of this. Yes. Well, I'll be the first person to stand up and say when the pandemic actually hit Canada and we were told no more essential services such as this, this and this affected my studio for sure, I am not a technologically advanced individual. So then I, for there, was on the spot trying to figure out how, how do I support my clients without being able to touch them? So in amongst the fear of not knowing I just went ahead and did the best that I can with what I've got. And that's the best that I can do. And, you know, that brings me to
0: another point, which is prosperity thinking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we do this because we want to serve our clients. And we do this because there is a shift. There is a new way of doing things. And what I want to say to every single one of you out there listening, every single one, no one excluded. You can absolutely have an abundant life during this time. You can have an abundant family life, an abundant marriage. You can have abundance in the foods that you create. You can have an abundance of money through your job that you found different ways to serve. And there is, I saw a movement when this started where everybody was like, take this for free, take this for free, take this for free. And I love it when we give to give, right? And say, here's a gift for you. And I want to give this to you. but also, I love it when we get paid to do what we are experts at. So there needs to be balance there. And you know, entrepreneurs, I really want to encourage you to get over what you think society is telling you you should be doing and into that beautiful window of what you could be doing. What right. could I do today? To improve my business? What could I do today to ultimately serve others better and be paid for it and they'll be happy to pay me for it? That's right. We yeah. are all deserving of this. People want your services, people want to pay you for your services, and you deserve to be paid for them. And so when it comes to this abundant thinking, I think that, you know, it it needs to go into all areas of our life. Not, you know, we pigeonhole in one spot, which, you know, just as an example off the top of my head, hey, I'm glad I get to spend more time with my kids. You know, looking at that big picture and trusting that, you know, we do deserve it to have it all. As much as we say, who am I to have it all?
1: Uh, you are you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you turn your own volume down? No. Yes,
0: yes. You are this beautiful child of the universe. And, you know, whether you believe in the universe, you believe in God or whatever it is, like to me, it's all the same. God wants you to be happy. Yes, yes. Yes. And being happy is serving others. Yes. And balance, right? We've got to have the balance in our relationships. We've got to have the balance in our personal health. We've got to have the balance with the finances. And Mm -hmm. so I just am so happy that I had this chance to just touch base with you today, Rachel, and tell people, if you feel like crap right now, it's okay. Don't hide it. Don't wear a mask. Don't sugarcoat it. Just be in it and move on. Yes. Right? Move forward.
1: We are our own director and we get to orchestrate the outcome of our day. We do. Absolutely. And if we don't like where it's going mid-act, we can change. Yes. That's the perfect, beautiful part is the choice within all of it. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. One
1: more thing I'd like to talk to you about before
0: we get off the podcast today is personal health. And I know that some people, including myself, are struggling with some personal health issues since... This epidemic has made us basically housebound. So right. for me, you know, it was almost like that week between Christmas and New Year's where like anything you eat doesn't matter and you don't have to exercise because you're going to do that in January. <laughs> <laughs> right? And that was fine when the pandemic was like five days. Yeah. <laughs> right? But now yeah. that we're like a month in. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no more Christmas cake for me. Oh, okay. Or
1: Easter egg candies in this bar,
0: okay? <laughs> and so what I'm saying is, how yeah. can we encourage people to find a new normal in healthy living? You know, I mean, they call it comfort food for a reason, right? Yes. How else can we truly comfort ourselves with that same safe
1: space? For many of us, we've been conditioned to live with that fear, right? If we think back, if I think back to how my parents, you know, just suck it up, don't deal with it, just it doesn't matter, stop being a baby. What this has done is now that we're all, you know, in our own little worlds, all we have is ourselves and our thoughts, and that is bringing up some conditioned fears, some conditioned beliefs, and it creates an even bigger anxiety to deal with. And because if some of them, some of the people who just didn't have the necessary tools to deal with, this type of overbearing emotion, we are certainly going to reach for that quick fix, which is the snack, which is that extra slice of bread or a piece of cake or whatever you want to call it. But if you can pause in that moment and be present with yourself and ask yourself, if possible, what am I feeding today? To turn that from feeding the emotion to holding space for that emotion, going for a walk, going journaling, meditating, try a different avenue. To get the different result. And the different result would be feeling so good with yourself instead of that sluggish feeling that comes from eating aspect of our emotion. Yes. Well, and the shame, the low emotion of shame. Yes. Right. Yeah. So
0: and so we encourage you to make good choices for yourself. You know, make that part of your daily challenge of of the new the new you are making healthy choices for you and your family, that you are getting outside if you live in a place that's safe to do so and you're allowed to do so. To get outside, even if it's a walk around the block or to go in the backyard and uh, where I live, there's still snow, so you can move a pile of snow from one side to the other and then back again. (laughs) You know, but for for some of you, I know I've heard of of some people doing gardening and beautiful things like that just to get outdoors and in the safety of your own yard and do know that if you are emotionally eating, there's a reason they call it emotional eating it's because you're eating your emotion and you know let's dive into that deeper and definitely contact myself or
1: contact Rachel. Rachel will we be giving out your website? Sure Uh, it's www.healingheartswellnessstudio.com and I'd be more than happy to talk more than happy. Yes healingheartswellnessstudio.com. Yes and
0: uh, please do reach out to Rachel. You've heard her wisdom here. You've heard her be vulnerable and say, Yes, I'm scared too, but here's what I'm doing going forward. Feel free to reach out to myself. If I can't help you, I can direct you to the person who can. We do not want anyone to feel alone during this period of self isolation. And even that word, self isolation, you know, implies a picture into our minds of what we're going through. So I'm going to invite you all to change the perception of self-isolation into sanctuary. I am in my sanctuary. Doesn't that feel good? Yes, it feel feel good? Like it's great, yeah, it's so great. It's so great today. What are you doing today? Oh, I'm spending the day in my sanctuary, yes. right? It's absolutely beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel. And I'm going to close with some affirmations because I do want to remind people, those who are having those fearful, anxious thoughts, they are just thoughts. Thoughts can be changed. You know, a belief is a thought you keep thinking, and we know that trusting thoughts help you to trust yourself more, and that is what we desire for you. So these are Louise Hay affirmations, and interestingly, they just came into my inbox this morning, like 10 minutes prior to recording this podcast, and so I thought they were perfect. They are six powerful affirmations from Louise Hay. The only thing we are ever dealing with is a thought, and a thought can be changed. Ask yourself, what is the highest thought I can be thinking today? So that's an exercise for you. Number one, ask myself, what is the highest thought I can be thinking today? Number two, every experience I have is perfect for my growth. Ask yourself, how is this current pandemic challenge inviting me to grow? I'm going to say that again. Every experience I have is perfect for my growth. Ask yourself, how is this pandemic challenge inviting me to grow? Number three is, out of this situation, only good will come. Stick this thought on your fridge door, your bathroom mirror, your TV screen, you know, your steering wheel, <laughs> wherever you need to see it. Out of this situation, only good will come. Believe it to be true. I trust life to bring me everything I need. I trust life to bring me everything I need. Keep asking, keep asking, keep asking, and you will receive. I trust life to bring me everything I need. Number five is no matter what my challenge, I know that I am loved. When a challenge feels too big to handle by myself, it's a sign that I'm not meant to. So collaborate, you know, call up a friend like I called up Rachel today and say, hey, listen, you know, I've got these feelings, and they're not good, and I've got fear, and Rich is like, oh, thank God, me too, right? And so we wanted to talk to you about them. And if you're struggling, you know, with the kids in the house, or if you're struggling with an aging parent, or you're worried about finances, or if it's just all of a sudden you alone in the house, or all of a sudden you and your husband alone in the house, but you're not used to it, these are all challenging situations. But no matter what my challenge is, I know I am loved. Again, remember that if it feels too big, it's a sign you're not meant to. And please do reach out. And if there's no one in your world that you feel comfortable reaching out to, reach out to myself and Rachel, and we will make sure we connect you with the right people. A loving world starts with me. Isn't that empowering? A loving world starts with me. Life is very simple. What we give out, we get back. So imagine today that we all adapt these principles, that we all know, hey, yeah, I'm scared, but so far my track record's 100%. I'm doing great. I trust that life has got me. I'm going to picture that fearful experience in front of me. I'm going to love it and hug it and say, you know, I'm not running away from you. Um, I'm not scared of you. We're in this together. It's an unknown. We're going to get through it together where we can just embrace this situation where it is, where we can embrace ourselves where we are right now. Be gentle and kind to ourselves and know that love is stronger than fear. Great. Love is stronger than fear. And so Mm -hmm. always to return to that love emotion. Mm -hmm. I love myself. I love my bed. I love the trees. I love the birds. Always returning to that love emotion. Mm -hmm. And uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, I just want you to know, we've got this. We're going to be all right. Everything is working out for our highest good. And out of this situation, only good will come. And so it is. And
1: so it is. I love that.
0: Thank you so much, Rachel.
1: Thank you, Victoria. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for joining us today. It is my true desire that you have been inspired and felt a sense of connection with the words being shared. If you have an inspirational story to share on how you have overcome adversity and created an exceptional life, please visit my website, victoriajohnson.org. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you again next time.